well, that music means we're, we're back. We're back again. We've had a fairly long break. So, happy hey. new year, everybody. Happy 2022. Uh, we've had, as I said, we're, we're on a good break. We kind of, we finished up before Christmas. Um, we managed, uh, we managed to get together Christmas. Because I, I've certainly got my brother. I don't think, don't think we had a drink. We had a drink maybe virtually. But uh, anyway, it's good, to, it's good to be back on the airwaves. So we thought we'd kick off this episode 29 with a, a quick look back at uh, 2021 and a, uh, a thought for the 2022 and what we might do, hopefully, in a slightly better year. So we've called it uh, glancing, glancing Forward and Glancing Back on Beery Adventures. So let's get rid of this lovely music. We'll make a start. So I just thought I'd put a few little pictures up here, guys, of, of uh, what, we, what we did this year. to get rid of our face. Oh, we're at the bottom there. So, uh, highlights. Yes, the Merry England in the in the Huddersfield <laughs> downpour. Um, and that's that's you and uh, you and Nick there outside the Rat and Ratchet in Huddersfield on that same trip. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Nick outside the uh, the kind of remake of the Cooper's Tavern, which is, which is in Burton, but this one's actually in Stone. I mean, that was another wet day, wasn't it, Nick? When we went to Stone. Um, that was about as. Uh, uh, that was my solo one in the middle there. That's my uh, black current Omni Polo soft serve. Buxton Brewery, um, ice creamy, beery thing that you lot were golfing at. I've had plenty then. Um, there's that wonderful corner there in the uh, Nairsborough, um, in the what's that one called, Bruce? Where that Ossie? Cross Keys. And that was a good day. Um, and that was, was that the same day on our Roosters visit? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And there were the picture of Nick and Bruce in Roosters there. And then I think my favourite one was where we're on College Green there, aren't we? Um, which was kind of when it was still in lockdown, wasn't it? When we, yeah, I think that was, that, yeah. yeah, was that kind of May? Was that May twenty-one? Oh, a bit late. Yeah, it was. It was wet, wet bank holiday. It was early June, so we might, we might touch on that one again. So that was pretty good. And we've got to say, happy first birthday to the Malt Travel Podcast because we we are we are over a year a year old now, which is quite scary, really. Um, in that we started doing this in January of twenty twenty-one when we were so peed off at being locked down uh, yeah. once again. Um, and we've we've gone through it. So that was the that was the episode we did. We did Beatrix Philosophers. Mm-hmm. Remember all those days back, uh, which sounds it feels a lot of long time ago. And we were kind of thinking about what we might do on podcasts. Uh, it's quite scary. It's scary when you look at look at our buggers. That's wow. the twenty nine podcasts or twenty eight podcasts that that we've done, and it's uh, it's uh, it's quite quite a range of trips. Uh, we did obviously we started off. All the early ones were all doing lockdown work. So in those yeah, early ones, yeah. we were just um, we were just kind of stuck at home, trying to think about where we'd go on visits and things. Uh, so we did uh, York, we did Hull, we did um, Transpennine Rail Ale Trail, we did Leeds. Uh, we then we were still kind of working around. So Nick, you did labels, logos, and reflections in episode eight. Uh, then we did Whitby, uh, North Yorkshire Moors. Um, we did uh, Easter Reflections, we carried on with York, we did Sheffield, uh, we all chose our three pubs in London, and I know next week London, might catch up on then. We then in June did one of our live, our, one of our first live recordings, where we did, it was a two-day job, that wasn't it, I think that was a, a good highlight, where we met up in York, and then we went to Nairsborough. Yeah. Uh, we then did, uh, or Nick and Bruce did one on the northeast and looked at Newcastle. We then did one in the lakes. We never finished that off, actually, Bruce, because you still got to do your... That was that mad idea right, about Prince William doing us a favour and it was helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> we then did... Oh, we did a Whitby again. We did, we did, so we did Whitby in episode 20. 
You then gave us a tour around the Isle of Wight and other southern ports. Um, I did something similar for Jersey. Uh, Nick then did again. He was back in London, so he did nine pints in London. We had you guys then went on the Yorkshire Rhubarb beer, beer tour around Wakefield and places. Um, I then did, I reported back on micros in Macclesfield. We then did pubs of Christmas past and present. We then did another live recording, our Christmas bimble on the three men on a train on the real ale trail, which was uh, well, a good day out. Um, and then me and Nick, I said, did one in Stowe just before Christmas. And, and that was it. So it, it, there's, quite, there's quite a lot of stuff there that we, we covered over the thing. So 2021 was a bit of hit and miss, wasn't it? So um, mm-hmm. again, for those watching YouTube or those on the podcast, um, I've got a one of those lateral COVID test things that says go to the club on it, uh, which kind of we did for some of the year. Um, and definitely, I think, you know, I think we've all been out and about. We've all been, um, we, we didn't do dry January, we did triannuary, and we're now yeah. into pub, publuary, which is sporting pubs in uh, Feb. And I said, we'll talk about some cracking pubs today and hopefully maybe think forward to um, where we might want to go uh, in this, this next year. Well, it's already, we're into what we're nearly into. Well, we're in the second month already, which is very scary. Um, I'm off up to uh, the kind of motherland next week. So hoping to catch up with Bruce and Nick uh, at the weekend. And I'm off to Whitby. So um, I'm sure there'll be a few Yorkshire pints drunk over the next uh, seven days. And I just thought I'd give us this little one just to whet our appetite. This was the end of our session in the Rooster's yeah. Tap Room, which we enjoyed. Although, we, as you can see there, we were about the only people in the bloody in the tap yeah. room, weren't we, in the afternoon? And um, we never had the Yankee. That was the only thing. No, the Yankee wasn't on, was it? I was coming on. And we never had Yankee. I, I still, I don't think, still haven't had a Yankee yet this year. Um, and I, I, I don't know whether stupidly or encourage you all to try some of those new uh, barrel-aged wild wildlife ones, which uh, didn't quite keep us over the edge. But uh, yeah, you you, remember, you never, remember on the... Uh, you never catch me drinking cloudy beer and <laughs> just full of fruit. If you remember... I'll, I'll got tell to, you about this one in a minute. On Beam Station after drinking all those beers in Roosters. Um, you remember the recording when it went wider, we all it sounded like units with very high-pitched voices, which uh, you can obviously listen to. Right, yes. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Right, so yes, I'm up, Nick, what are you on? I'm, I'm going to crack my beer open. Right, so yeah, been down to London. Um, prices, my God, guys, shocking. Uh, I, I did manage to get to the Fitzroy Tavern. That uh, Michael, does it ring a bell with you? Go on, which one's that one? Well, George Orwell was supposedly oh, right, frequenting yeah. quite often, right, and they reckon yeah. he got his inspiration one for, of them, for the Moon and the Water. Moon and Water. Mm. So I managed to find it out down Charlotte Street because, in fact, quite coincidentally, it's about three minutes walk away from another Sam Smith's pub called the Bricklayers that I've always tried to be getting in. But the last three times I've gone to London, it's always been closed, uh, not because they don't have a landlord in there, but just because they have weird opening hours. So went to the Fitzroy Tavern instead, and yeah, absolutely typical little Sam Smith's pub. Walk in one door, you can't get anywhere else in the pub because it's just one little room. So you've got to go out the door, walk in another room. Went to the bar, two on pumps on the bar, no uh, cask beer on. So that's the guy behind the bar, fairly quiet at that time. Little fire for you, Bruce. Nice little fire there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you've got no bitter on them, mate. He says, uh, no. So I said, all right, I'll have a pint of the pale ale, uh, Indian pale ale, please, then, which is one electric. Oh, he says, I've only got that in bottles. Right, okay. So I ended up with a pint of Taddy Lager, £5.20, <laughs> in a Sam Smith's pub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go to TripAdvisor, and they reckon it's one of the cheapest Sam Smith's pubs yeah. in London for a city centre. Um, I then managed to find my way down to... Where did I find my way down to? Oh, um, another Sam Smith's pub. Oh, I went to the, uh, the, the, the um, 
uh, Shandos. Uh, okay. 470, 470 in there for uh, for a pint of uh, Old Brewery Bitter. Wow. Uh, got myself in a Nicholson's and a pint of London Pride. I reckon that was about £5.75 for a pint. Ouch. Um, so, yeah, prices down there, guys. Mm, so, yeah. went to the supermarket, and obviously, up here, when I can get a pint of beer in a pub for three forty three fifty, then I don't really want to play three quid for a can of beer in the supermarket when I can get a bottle for 150 but down there it's about the same not a great choice of bottle of beers in those little Tesco's locals and stuff so I found myself a can of Session IPA this is by Cloudwater Cloudwater must be up near Aberdeen somewhere because that's the postcode little place called Elon E-L-L-O-N just cracked it now hey it's not so bad full of flavour I say it is one of those it is one of those cloudy ones I think you're drinking. Uh, I think you're actually drinking a, uh, a uh, brew dog beer, Nick, because yeah, they brew cloud water. Is that right? That's mm-hmm. where their brewery is. Yeah, I think they certainly can. Anyway, yes, all right. Fair enough. But you see, down in London, if I'm going to pay three quid for a beer from a supermarket, yeah, but it, it does make you think that you know the fact that the beer prices in the supermarket are the same as up here, and yet mm. the beer prices in the mm. pub are the pub. twice as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. What 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 sort of hope does it give for the pubs to get people yeah. in drinking? Yeah. You know, I mean, no, we complain about it up here, but down mm. there it's like, well, there's no incentive to go to the pub really, mm. because you know it's just so expensive. So and was it was it any busier than the last time you said it was still yeah, pretty very, quiet? Very busy. Yeah, no, very busy now. Busy. Yeah, back back to the norm in that respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I managed to get a seat in the pubs every time, but I'll be honest with you once again, Bruce, relied on the weather spoons. Um, best range of beers in in all the pubs I went in. Once again, down there with your voucher, you're still paying less than three quid a pint. And mm-hmm. nice to see you had some local ones. You had some uh, Windsor and Eaton uh, Brewery, uh, Twickenham Brewery. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I managed to find some local London beers, paid less than three quid. Very weird. Whereas, you know where the spoon's at? I mean, I say, like the one in Nairsborough, at 1.4, I had, uh, had 14, 14 real ills on it. I was at a massive one in Manchester, the one near Oxford Road on Saturday. He had two, two work Rudgate Brewery beers on. Uh, Abbott Ale, uh, an IPA, and that was it. Four, four real ales on. It was like bonkers, really. You go in the uh, Windsor Weatherspoons, Nick, the King and Castle. It's just across from the castle. That's quite a nice. Yes. Album. Nice yeah, yeah. match. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, once, one. once again, they had, yeah, they had, uh, they had three, three local beers on. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That was, that was quiet, actually. Windsor was quiet. Yeah. But the, the, yeah. the capital, the city was, was, was busy, busy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Bruce, you look like you're on a cup of tea because I know you're trying to get off to watch the, uh, uh, Newcastle United match tonight, so I, I am actually. Yeah, you're yeah, not on the beer yet. No, well, I'm, I'm working through me. I'm working through me Thornbridge box, so I'm currently on a, a Twin Peaks, which is a quite nice actually American pale ale. And then I might get onto um, one of the ones they've just done is a Pondera, which is a collaboration with Firestone Walk, which is quite interesting. Well, that's six point seven percent West Coast, so mm, a bit strong. Um, so actually, Bruce, I think you've got most of the highlights because. You've been on a few trips and places, so I know you've been up to Geordie Land to watch uh, the, your beloved Magpies. You know, yeah, they've got yeah, uh, yeah. a new manager, and uh, well, they've played a bit better, haven't they? They've had a few. Uh, That's about, about it, isn't it? Huge game tonight. Huge game tonight. But yeah, uh, but the Grand Passada is back up, and I want to say, yeah, no, no, none of the famous sandwiches on yet, but they're imminent. But it's in great right. shape. The Crown Passada, they've obviously given it just. Because uh, last time you were up there, it was all closed, wasn't it? Although I think you, was, I think yeah. you, you did pictures. There was a delivery outside. Of, barrels and stuff but it was all all locked up and closed up still 
Now, it was in fine form, and again, interesting choice of beers, but predominantly, as me and Nick have found out, uh, predominantly uh, dark, strong beers, and very yeah. little blonde beer in the northeast. Uh, I have to say, when we were there, we were there playing Watford, and uh, Watford, uh, by far the most civilised uh, well, fans have ever come in the Premier League, and uh, there were a good few of them in there, but all uh, quite elderly gentlemen, yeah. obviously, had a night and combined a trip to the football with all the real yeah, yeah. It was quite nice to talk to them, but yeah, Bruce, it's, it's all the middle classes can afford to travel up from London nowadays, man. I know, <laughs> expensive, you're right. So it's that's the Crown Facade, which is pretty, not far from the station, it's one of your, well, no, not, five not, minutes walk, yeah. Yeah, quite close. And then the other one you pub, which I'd, I'd not heard of before, was the Centurion, which I think you said was very nice as well. Well, rather bizarrely, because we've all been by the Centurion loads and loads of times and never gone in there because you're on the back to the station and uh, someone at work said, I've not been in there. So at this point, we're looking, we're absolutely staggered by it. I mean, it's in, so you can see in these pictures, they've got huge stained glass windows, mm. this incredible uh, Victorian tiled etched roof. There's lots of brass in there. It's these huge Roman pillars. It's absolutely uh, stunning. Um, I say spoiled only by the fact they put this massive screen in it. Now, without <laughs> it, without that screen, it would undoubtedly be the finest yeah, screen yeah. in the country, if not the best in Europe. Um, just something was, I mean, when I was there, all the roads three pound a pint, but normally uh, they're not more than that, but they were trying to shift them because I'm not kidding you. I think 95, 95% of the people mm. are drinking all the lagers. <laughs> but having said that, that aside, you've got to go see it. So, so go on, where is this? If I'm looking at the station, Bruce, now I'm crossing the left. It's the left, is it? It's towards the left of the station. And then they've got a little outdoor area. But I say that room is absolutely um, amazing. Yeah. Surprise, Network Grill allowed me to put the TV screen up, really. Yeah. That's the only thing. I suppose it's like, yeah, yeah. And then that's, you how you, found... that's how they're getting people in it, Navarro. They're all drinking lager. Well, you're right. there for the football, aren't you? But yeah. And then you found some other new pubs, Bruce, in Nairsborough, which again we've yes. we mentioned a few times. And you again, you know, you, it's only a fairly small space. I think I've, I've heard of one of these, but certainly not the one. I think you, the one you rated was the Half Moon, which oh, it was fantastic. I mean, yeah. no, we have a little circuit in Nairsborough, but me uh, wife was convinced as a child, her, um, her granny used to take and see an old woman who lived in a house in the crag. So we walked the full length of the bank this time, uh, and it actually turns out the house is, is actually a church of dates from 1408. It's uh, mm. Our Lady of the Crag Catholic Church. It was part of Ampleforth Abbey. It closed for years, and all the people in Nairsborough have said, well, we should reopen it. So now it's open from April, every Sunday in April, from 2 till 4. I'm sure to book seat, but it looks astonishing. It's like a really spooky sign exiting to the crag. But then, more than with me was, well, the Shipton's injury opened. We've all been there loads of times. It's opens and closes, opens and closes, and actually, we've never been in. So we went this time. It's just to the um, most people have got to the ships on the uh, driving with the car. And this is the other bridge, the other river crossing. This is just for the pedestrian entrance. I don't believe it's anything to do with the people on Mother Shipton's, but yes, a fantastic pub, really. Mm. Big pub, got like a room, sort of like a farmhouse room by one. Uh, real fires, have got a range uh, in there. Uh, and most remarkably of all, uh, when you went in there, there's a big old table on the left-hand side. And it's got a little plaque there that's it belonged to uh, Guy Fox's family. Fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Bruce, it's, yeah. it's a table with a plaque on. <laughs> where's, the, where's, yeah. where's the provenance? Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, have to, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, yeah. But I was having, so what was remarkable was I didn't have a huge choice of rail ales on. So things are getting going again, finding the way. Um, but the uh, food menu looked astonishing. I mean, there were things like mm. uh, 
uh, sea urchin on the menu and uh, um, uh, stone-baked um, pheasant casseroles uh, and uh, amazing food for yeah. about yeah. 12 or 13 pounds. Obviously all um, cooked from scratch uh, mm. for, right, for some of the price you pay for in a Nicholson's pub. So I definitely recommend Mother Shipton's. And then at the other side of the river, um, at the crag, the Half Moon, which uh, I wasn't even aware of. So I went in there, and a bit of like a hipster vibe, but really friendly staff, uh, big uh, roaring fire, packed full of people from all age, ages, and a really fantastic uh, range mm. of beers on. The lads in there, really knowledgeable about the beers. Uh, and I nearly forgot, this is a lovely, lovely pub. Um, and uh, I was talking about it, and he said, have you ever come across the Sunbeam beers? I said, oh, no, no. He said, well, it's from a little brewery in Kirkstall, he said. Um, and it actually put me on as a favour because um, lots of people, the Volvo owners, have all congregated in Nesbra and going there. One of the blokes said, Oh, my mate runs a microbrew, tries beers. So he did. And that absolutely. Yeah, I've had some beers. They're nice, aren't they? Yeah, I have. Maybe lighter beers, aren't they? Kind of blonde, yeah. more golden blondie beers. Yeah, I had the yeah. IPA, but you know, you sometimes get that really strange. Yeah. Uh, the, the, this was so tempered. It, we yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so definitely worth it. So, two new pubs there for, that we need to go and, uh, and visit. Maybe it's good. Content for, for a great sort of pub city now, yeah. really. Pub yeah, town, well, yeah. for me, I've been mainly sitting in Mellards. My uh, my kind of m- m- most Friday nights have been in Mellards. And then I have started to go down our hot cellar on a Saturday, which is more of a kind of crappy bar. But uh, Mellards has been good. And again, Nick, they've, they've kept on those four hand, uh, three hand pumps. Um, it all tends to be bloody Yorkshire beer, though, which pleases me. Hey. Be, they've got Osset Osset on now pretty much every, every week. It was yeah. Butterly this week. Um, and then they are, they've also, I mentioned they've got the uh, um, uh, Crick Brewery ones on as well. So uh, Pentrix, very Pentrix. So, yeah, but been been good. But but not been too far and about. So I'm looking forward to uh, to next week in Yorkshire. So, again, a little bit of beer news. There's loads of beer news. I just always oh, do a bit. We might catch up with some more beer. You know, Bruce, you've been sending me quite a few. We might try and be a Weatherspoon Sam Smith's um, Brewdog uh, free zone tonight. Um, I don't know if Nick, we've been here. This is the this has been the paper this week. Um, the oldest pub, or what claims to be the oldest pub in in England, which is the old Fighting Cocks in St Albans. Um, unfortunately, it was struggling, I think, with COVID, and they, they it was closed completely this week according to administration. I did also find out it's actually Mixed and Butlers that over have the license for this place. Um, now they're hopeful that it'll reopen. I mean, it'd be a bloody hell of a loss if it didn't reopen. Oh yeah, it's a fantastic pub. Um, and a real ale kind of menu. It's a little bit out of the, once out of the way, it's, it's kind of off the kind of main city, town centre, whatever set opens is. Uh, we, it was quite a nice thing when we were in there. I think we ended up sitting in, in the beer garden around the side as well. I think we started off inside. Right. And mm-hmm. then I didn't remember, we kind of set, we ended up around the side. It's quite a warm day. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know, this is, I mean, again, there's, there's quite a few pubs that I've come across recently that are uh, unfortunately having to close. I think, as we said, it, the prices and the increase of prices and of course, things, even things like energy, the you know gas and electric, that hits bulbs as much as it hits everybody else, doesn't it? And your overheads go up, so that's that's a little bit of a shame. Uh, but then, link well, another one, quite interesting. Obviously, the news at Robinson's Brewery in Stockport, which again is another place we've talked about. Uh-huh. They they're moving lock, stock, and barrel. They're a twelve million pound move. They've been in this brewery, um, the uh, what's, it called? what's it called? The uh, what's it called? Unicorn Brewery, uh, yeah. right in the middle of Stockport. They've been there for one hundred and eighty-two years. Um, but they decided that they are going to move lock, stock, and barrel. They're taking everything out to Breadbury. Uh, Breadbury is, if you, if you know that stock for M60, it's right on the M60. It's around the corner from the big Tesco's, just past the arches. 
So it's right on the motorway, which I guess is why they're doing it. Yeah. I think currently I read that they've got like they've got a bottling plant. They've got a, the the horses. Um, they still have the horses, and they're in another place, and the office is in another place. So they're going to build a brand new state-of-the-art brewery, put everything on one site, including the horses, um, at this brand new brewery. So you know, fan, you know fantastic investment. And then yeah. I'll link that's linked to that. I saw that I, I mentioned um, Beartown Brewery. They're in Congleton. They they just posted that they they refitting their brewery. They've just sold all their brewing kit and they buy a brand new brewing kit. So again, you know, for some some aspects of the pub and beer trade, it did very well with the. Uh, I mean, so the I agree that Robinson had, had stopped the brewery tours and uh, and closed the shop and uh, a few. I think that's because they're just going to move out lock stuff and yeah. barrel. I think uh, I, I don't think it's be ready till I think I did twenty twenty five when they reckon it'll be completed and move across the new brewery. They are hoping I, that I, I would think it's stuff like logistics, though, and practicality, yeah. health, and safety. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. you could say it's a, it's a shame that that magnificent old brewery won't be used anymore. But is, in terms of having well, they, people on site and having taps yeah. and having tours and, you know, getting vehicles in and out and the, the volumes are going to have to brew to compete with the other big breweries now, like you say, moving out of town. Yeah. And the site itself, depending on how central it is, they probably won't lose any money by selling no. that site. If that's what well, they're going to do. I, think, I don't think they're going to sell it. It says, site. it says they're in negotiation stock for council. They're probably going to redevelop it as, flats, apartments, but also yeah. keep them brewing there. And, you know, mm-hmm. like a heritage centre, um, possibly with a, a, a bar and a you know, leisure leisure thing, restaurant. So hopefully, but it's yeah. quite, you know, it's quite a big first building, really. And then I don't know if you saw this one, guys. We we, we went, we were in the, the Staley Bridge Buffet Bar in, <laughs> in December, and there's Bruce and Nick there at the bar for those on YouTube. Um, and we had, we had, it was very busy we were in there, didn't we? It slightly, oh. um, slightly dampened the, the, the joy of being in there. But uh, in uh, in January they were running a Chris Butty airing menu, so I'll, I'll perhaps just read some of these out. So you could go along, um, go along, and I don't know, I don't know how much you had to pay for them. Uh, the Plowman's was a bacon, wheat crunchy, quavers, and Branston pickle uh, sandwich, and they paired that with Astrid Pale Ale. The seafood special was scampi fries, Seabrook's prawn cocktail, and tartar sauce, and that was paired with uh, Lucas. Hell's Lager from uh, Thornbridge. Uh, the big meaty was Seabrook's beefy, Seabrook beef crisps, Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce, French fries, and Marmite. Fantastic. And that was with St. Petersburg. That's another Thornbridge beer. Uh, hot and spicy was, oh, these are all Thornbridge beers. Sorry, I, that, sorry. I, I, I missed the obvious. These are all Thornbridge beers. They're doing it with hot and spicy was nice and spicy knickknacks, salty dog jalapeno, and Jaipur hot sauce with Jaipur, and a Philly cheese steak, which was T bone steak, roasters, quavers. And Philadelphia, so <laughs> that's a good idea. So yeah, and I, I think you can buy the whole lot. So we we practice to look out for that one again next year. And then I just I'm going to come back to this, but I just thought this this was in the uh, morning advertiser this week. Mm. These were the top selling beers of 2021. Uh, not many surprises really. Number one was Sharp Doombar, who's in Molson Coors these days. Uh, Green King IPA was number two. Landlord was number three, which is interesting. Probably the only, yeah, one of the few independent breweries still there. London Pride was fourth, Nick, but obviously they're aside these days. Green King Abbott was uh, number five. Wainwright at six. Pedigree at seven. Uh, Austell Tribute. Again, they're still in Pent, aren't they? Uh, Duckers, Caledonian Duckers, which is Heineken now, and Ruddles Green King. So Green King kind of, I don't know, swept the board, whatever, got the, got the driver's champ, uh, the 
manufacturers no, championship. Weatherspoons have a huge yeah. bearing. Yeah. 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 And, well, yeah. well, plus their own their own, own pubs. I their mean, obviously, pub. Green yeah. King have got a huge uh, estate. But mm. the interesting one is, is Dukas. We've talked about Dukas. Dukas mm. hit the scene, hit the ground running, what, 10, 15 yeah. years ago. I can't remember the last time I saw Dukas anywhere no, in any right. pub. No. And that was one of the first... Still in the top 10. It's probably yeah. the doom bar of Scotland, isn't it? I'm yeah. Guessing. And it was one of the first ideas. It was one, it was one, <clears throat> that, when that new style, like Nick said, came out in the 90s. That was one of the first ones. So anyway, let's crack on with episode 29, which is looking forward and glancing back at our very adventure 21. So we, I've run through a couple of our adventures that we went on, where we went on the on the on on live on the road in episode 16. In, in 19, we, uh, we, we met up again in York and Moulton. Um, we, me and Nick, uh, we went around the Moulton. Uh, where it was not, it wasn't a food festival. It was like a, the second part of the food festival. Uh, you guys went and had a really good session in Wakefield, didn't you? And Castleford and, and places. Um, and then I said just before Christmas, we met up on the Trans Pennine Real Ale Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lovely picture of uh, Nick and Bruce in the Roosters Tap Room, um, which which I think was was that our only brewery this year. I think it was, wasn't it? In 21. Um, and again, that was a bit weird because that was again was that June time. When again you had to book everywhere, didn't you? You had to kind of pre-book tables and things. Mm. Um, and well, we, although we could have pre-booked any table in Roosters that afternoon because it was, as you can <laughs> yeah. see from the picture, it was pretty quiet. Um, just some of my highlights. Uh, again, oh God, it feels ages ago now. I mentioned that we had a, had a couple of trips to Buxton Brewery, who had they couldn't of course use their tap; it is too small, so they had uh, a pop-up tap outside the brewery. Luckily, they've got a bit of, bit of land. Outside the brewery, which on the industrial state up in the Buxton, with a cracking view, and they put a mark here. Yeah. And I had a couple of really good sessions up there, actually, and they, you know, street food and stuff. Um, so it was a real, you know, in those kind of horrible days, kind of in, you know, late April, early May, it was a great place to go and drink some beer outside, even if they were outside. And even Bruce, I think you were in for all that. I was one, I went in, I was drinking Chip Shop Brawl, yeah, which was a fantastic beer. game for a beer, isn't it? That? And then obviously, Nick, knew, me and you in the new malt has been in the regular haunt for uh, you, certainly yourself. And when I'd been up in malt, and again, you could drink outside, which was good. And I've got a couple of pictures somewhere we're up, where we're having those uh, the triples that they do. A um, couple of more pictures here. Um, again, for those on YouTube, uh, that's Nick and Bruce outside of Mitre uh, in Nesborough when we were on our way back from our Roosters trip. So we, look, we, we, look, we look all right there. Although we have a good afternoon. And then, Nick, that's me and you. I think, well, certainly for me, that was one of my my first beers after lockdown because we Whitby. went to Whitby. Yeah, uh, and the, yeah. yeah the Abbey, um, the uh, Abbey Wharf, again, was letting you sit outside on their terrace and it was a cold day, but it, I can see their beautiful sky. That was, was that Easter? I think it feels like it probably was Easter, wasn't it? That's when I needed an air cup. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, was, it was, it was during lockdown. There was no, there was no hairdressers open. You tell no. That. Um, yeah, it got very think, cold. Yeah, I think the, one of the best sessions we had, guys, was in York. Again, it was very oh, early on. It yeah. was just after you know, slightly unlocking. Uh, yeah. We met at the Shambles Tavern because again, we could sit outside, couldn't we, in the, the market bit there. I think we met you after work, Bruce, didn't we? You, you were That's at right, work, yeah. and um, we had a I'd, some night. I'd we been watched at work the market. As well. Yeah, because and then I we had ended up in College Green to eat all day and started off with two part, pints of Rudgate Mild, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and got, got wobbly out of there on. Yeah, yeah. Um, just and then, two pints would get. And then that great thing in College Green where you could buy beer from any of the pubs through the yeah. windows, basically, couldn't you? And yeah, sit out. So yeah. We had some yeah. great sessions there, didn't we? And that's the, yeah. that's the picture of us there, just outside the Minster in the background there. 
um, drinking in plastic, unfortunately. But again, I think it was one of those things that kept certainly York people sane, Bruce, wasn't it? Being able to go That's to one of those places. Yeah. And obviously yeah, you had the box, had a big, big uh, beer gun box we went a couple of times as well. Yeah, we were blessed with the beer guns, to be honest. It did help a great deal, yeah. It's that spot, spot back, wasn't overtly full of, full of tourists, yeah. either, was it? Which yeah. was uh, a good thing. Well, again, although the, the second time we met with Bruce, this was a bit later on in the summer, um, I was taking my life to watch the rugby, um, and uh, we, we met outside the Shambles pie shop, and it was quite busy there, wasn't it? Because Harry oh, Potter yeah. shop had reopened, so, uh, oh, yeah. and, we, and me and Bruce, we tried the new House of Trembling Madness, on Lendl, which is interesting. So I quite really enjoyed those those little trips. But then again, the one for me, and I know Nick, you've been there. I don't think I've taken it back since it's moved. Um, so I no. think we'll have to we'll have to book a Bakewell chat um, trip in, guys, because yes. again, Thornbridge Brew is fantastic there. And again, I went a couple of times and Definitely. had a great time at, at the, there. And it's it's just getting better and better now. Um, that big, huge tap room you can see in the picture at the top there, uh, a huge space, and obviously really good beers as well. So that's another maybe that's something we could try and book in. And then, Nick, I know for yourself, um, Molten Royal Oak has been another old Molten Royal Oak. We've mentioned that a few times on the uh, on the podcast. has been one of your regular haunts. And um, again, Steve, that we know there, is uh, developing his beer range. So he's uh, putting more and more cask on. Um, and some good four, food as well. Four permanent hand pumps now. Yeah. Uh, predominantly Yorkshire beers. So, yeah. Uh, and three pound forty a pint, which you can't go wrong with. So that's a yeah. top sandwich. What's in it? What's in it? And, it, and if you want to pick up the bunny chow, isn't it that one? No, that's called the Gatsby. Now, oh, the Gatsby, that one, yeah. Steve oh, spent some of his time in in South Africa, so South he has Africa, two so South African. This is a Gatsby, and this uses uh, it's basically a steak sandwich, two fried eggs, chips in there, salad in there, piri piri sauce. And the bunny chow, for anybody who knows South African cuisine, is a it's a street curry uh, mm. in a hollowed out bread roll or a bread loaf. Hollow it out, and you can have it. Chicken is normally, or you can have a vegetarian version of it. So he has those two on there permanent. And once again, uh, if you're going uh, up to Malton looking for a traditional pub food, because unfortunately in Malton, you know, you've got plenty of Indian, Chinese, you name it, they have it, uh, Thai, but uh, to find, uh, you know, decent pub grub, uh, you sometimes struggle. Yeah, so definitely. certainly uh, Old Mountain Royal Oak is a place to go. Or if you don't want the old uh, pub grub, then, as I say, there's a couple of, uh, it's like like British food, but with a twist, you know, steak chips all piled into a, into a sandwich with a couple of eggs as well. It helps certainly helps soak the beer up. So, so that was my little taste, just kind of get us all thinking. And what I asked the guys to do was just think about last year, and again, quite hard really this, but just come up with maybe what was the best pub that we individually went to or jointly went to, um, what was the best beer trip we went on, and was there a, a beer that sticks out for us as well? So this is our little kind of reflection on the best pubs of 2021. So Bruce, you're going to kick us off, and uh, you, I think it was just fairly quick for you when you kind of thought about this. Um, and again, you talked about it a lot, didn't you? The Cricketers in Brighton was your choice of your pub of 21. It was. Cricketers was a fantastic pub. I mean, it's ironically, it's not a hidden gem of secret. It's the best-known pub in Brighton. Uh, and, of course, it's really the best-known pubs. Uh, are so fantastic. Uh, but the cricket is absolutely... The atmosphere there is amazing. It's uh, a very, very well-kept pub. It's plush, it's comfortable, the dark, uh, the, uh, the uh, lighting's uh, spot on. But a very small bar... Um, they predominantly uh, stock uh, Harvey's beers, although it was the imp- <laughs> they were sold out and we were there. I was going to produce <laughs> some 
Do you? Yeah. Uh, and I say that old garage to the left, I've actually gone into there for dining. Uh, but it's, um, I say, for such a popular pub, I mean, it's deserted there, but on most of the days in summer, the outside drink area is packed. It's full of atmosphere. Mm. Of course, it's got the connection because of Graham Green, of course, who wrote uh, Brighton Rock, uh, he uh, pretty much uh, lived in this uh, in this pub as well. So it kind of oozes history. And I say what I like, it's an accessible pub. It's smack bang in the centre of the lanes. Everybody knows it. Um, it's not a big secret, but I say it was a fantastic pub. And I have to say the day, uh, one night I was there, um, there was a lot of lads from, uh, uh, met once a month from a, uh, an army regiment. They're all ages, they've done this for donkey's years. They were there having a, a great time, young and old, and a lot of lost partners and I'll meet up. Uh, and then at the same upstairs in function room, some of the asties, uh, Wife to be to marry him, she said yes. There was about the entire pub drink, so it was cracking, cracking. <laughs> yeah. You can't be that, can you? <laughs> you can't, no. <laughs> so, what do you have, bro? Some pie Guinness? <laughs> no, no. I had. Um, they said sold out of Harvey's. It was impossible to get a pint. They just Harvey's couldn't produce enough beer, so I did have a pint. And then of course all these lads from the army go, "No, we'll have a pint and a chase and make it a large one." <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> so it was a great night. Yeah. Well, yeah, his arms, I say. Uh, his arms in uh, in Brighton. Yeah, somewhere again. I need to go to. I've not been to Brighton. I've only been through it and in stock, so it's another another beer place to go to. Um, for me, again, I kind of thought about this and just thinking back. I think the best, the place I enjoyed drinking the most was the and it's slightly, it's not quite right, is it? The Whitby Brewery Tap. Because again, if I'm thinking back to, and again, you know, we've got to think back that we had it even harder here because we were in bloody what a tier four for yeah, October yeah. onwards, all the way through until literally June. So I was gagging for a pint and again, managed to get to Whitby Easter and, and the, the, the brewery had redone their courtyard and Nick, I know we, we queued a couple of times to get into this, well, not get in, we queued a couple of times to sit outside on the benches, wow. um, but I just drinking beer out in the, in the open. It's a, it's a cracking view overlooking the Abbey uh, and the beer's not bad as well. And, and but like you said, Bruce, although it was outside, it was apart from one of the couple of dog issues, but, but outside of that, the most of the time we were there, uh, lovely people just enjoying the beer and you know families old people young people you know every mix really so i think for me that was my highlight drinking beer in in whitby brewery's uh outdoor area um in what was a quite a nice easter and then may and then june and then <laughs> throughout the year really whenever we went to whitby we ended up at the, at the brewery so uh, that that's my pub of 21 was uh was whitby brewery which is kind of slightly like cheap but uh, just yeah. look back and then, Nick, I think you've already mentioned this one for you. You said it was the Paul Moulton uh, Royal Oak. was your well, pub 21. That, yeah, I mean, that's the pub that I consider to be my local. And, you know, if it's your local, you keep going back, don't you? So, as I say, Steve's up the beers now. You know, fortunately, it's a nice walk up there, up by the river, through what away used to the old Roman camp used to be, along the, the Deventio River and through Lady Spring Woods, where you see the springs coming up. Lots of wildlife. That's uh, always incentive for to go out and have a walk. And also, currently the end of the stick is uh, top end of uh, Old Moulton there, the village. Uh, we've mm. got the pub there. So a pint, two pints. And once again, yeah, nice outdoor, uh, decent-sized garden out the back there. So I found myself sitting outside more times than sitting in. A uh, bit of safety aspect, but, you know, just be able to enjoy. He does the, the paddles there. So, as I say, when he used to have three uh, relays on, you used to try, you know, a third of each and then decide which my favourite was to have another pint then head back home again. But now he's got four. It's a bit of a dilemma. I keep trying to persuade him to get those paddles that you get four uh, thirds on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can try them all. But uh, there we are. 
And again, if you if you came to Malton, say they came on the train, it's a it's a fair walk. What about twenty five minutes? If you're going to walk to yeah, about that station. Yeah. If you're on the A sixty four, it's the Eden Camp turn. It's about two minutes from the A sixty four. If you're driving towards say Scarborough, um, the coastliner goes past it, so you could get the bus up there, couldn't you? Yeah. You go yeah. into like pick, get a bus to Pickering or a bus to Whitby, um, oh, yeah. it would go up past this pub. So well worth digging out. Okay, so beers again. This is slightly different scoring. So again, people know that I'm I'm on untapped. So these these were the untapped uh, top beers. Uh, it says twenty one, but I'm not going to go through all of them. Uh, Guinness was number one on untapped, and that was an. If I was going to put that story, I don't. I just seen that Guinness have increased their sales by thirty percent. Um, yeah. This in the last twelve months, and and they're opening a, a Guinness brewery in Covent Garden. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. In, one in every ten pints in in London's buying Guinness now, and and people, it's you know that was probably the the one beer you can't quite re- reproduce reproduce at home. Is I know you got those surge cans and things, but having a nice a good pint of Guinness. So Heineken was number two on Untapped with one hundred and six thousand logins. Uh, Punk IPA Brewdog was number three. Mm-hmm. Corona Extra was number four. Uh, IPA Lagunitas Brewing was number five. Miller Lite was six. Beer Marek was seven. Um, some very strange triple caramelliac. Seller was number 10 and there was a lager. So, again, obviously, Untapped is international, but it's interesting that um, you know, they're mainly. I'll just say that that, that surprises me because surely if you go on uh, an app like Untapped, Surely you, you, you're, you're caring what you're drinking or you want other people to be interested just, in what you're drinking. And if all well, you're drinking is Guinness or Stella, what's the point of being on the yeah. app? Yeah, yeah. I mean, surely it's just to share little known beers. and, well, and no, beers that... it's to record your beers and therefore, you know, fortunately, a lot of places you do go, it's certainly going to a restaurant, you know, any chain restaurant. This is your choice, isn't it? I mean, but if I, I've still got Guinness recently. I've been a couple of places where I've stopped over and, Gone in, it's had been Doombar, and I'm going after Guinness, and they've had, oh, we haven't got any Guinness, so uh, it's a bit of a nightmare. And then we mentioned that yeah, those, those you, would, you would record it though, would you? Well, yeah, if you're into drinking, but I remember this is international, so it could be people from around the world who are putting <laughs> in the Corona Extra. So, you know, there you go. Anyway, my beers, I, I, I thought it was quite hard actually, so I've actually gone for three, but I will pick one at the end. So, my three beers of 21 were obviously I went to Jersey. And Liberation Brewery in Jersey, which is part of the Buckham uh, Brewing kind of ex- expansion now, uh, and there's a, a they brew something called Herm Gold, which oh, yeah. is quite like a golden beer, and that was really really nice. So uh, that was that was one of my choices. Um, did get it? I think I got it in cask a couple of times. It was mainly in bottles. You found it. Um, I, I managed to get an Allagash White, which is one of those of the beers that you're supposed to drink before you die. Um, and this was in my days of getting the a box of beer delivered to your front doorstep because the pubs weren't open. Um, but my untapped, my untapped beer of the year, and the one that I enjoyed was Plum Porter, uh, which obviously is my local Titanic brew, cracking brew, really nice, smooth, Guinnessy like, I guess, in a bit. Um, did we have one of those? Did we? Did we crack that one? I got Nick the the, the your vintage premium. one. And I, I yeah. would agree with you that uh, that's that's the dark beer that I see most often yeah. around the country. Yeah. So yeah, if it was popular on Saturday, Nick and Titanic uh, plum powder was yeah. everywhere. So if it wasn't yeah. liked and it wasn't popular, you wouldn't see it all over the place. Yeah, so no, obviously, it's, yeah. it's it's the one that people do like, and, it, and it's pretty consistent. You never get you For never get bad beer. so it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that is good. Uh, Bruce, you were still thinking this, so I've just got a blank screen on the, on one of our yeah. notes here. So you, yeah. you weren't sure. 
And I think, uh, but not so much last year, but as from me, I asked going back 12 months, that the, uh, fully enough, the that Sunbeam IPA was stunning mm. beer. I just want to try more of those at Sunbeam beers. I'm off to Leeds on Saturday, actually. Um, uh, I might go see if the garden gates open. I'm going to try and start mm. That was just a fantastic, a fantastic revelation, really. Yeah. It was so subtle, uh, and the um, you know that I paid dry vault, it was fantastic. But I have to say, mm-hmm. I was in Manchester on Saturday. Um, we talked about Guinness when we got there, it was bloody chucking it down. My friend was waiting, he goes, I'm at Circus Tavern, it's closed, it's got grey ass. That's closed, he goes, it's pissing down. So he knows Manchester a bit. He said, I'll Tell you what, he said, we'll go to a shares on Princess Street. He says, You will be able to put it anyway. So we've Got the tram to Piccadilly Gardens, went down there. And this is a big, sort of a nondescript city pub with a bit of Irish branding to it. But um, it's really famous in Manchester because um, on a Sunday afternoon during the week, they have like uh, really good Irish music there, you know, but Irish bands around the country go there. Um, and he said, You've got to try the Guinness. And I'll tell you what, it, by a country mile, it was the best mm. Guinness I've ever had in England. Um, it's sort of towards the top of Rusholm Road, but it's only very five minutes off uh, Great Portland Street. But I tell you what, the Guinness was sublime. You would have actually thought you were in Dublin. I've, like, I've never been able to say that yeah, again. Yeah. Uh, so I say that Guinness was worth a mention. And yeah. I also have to say, I was drinking, uh, we went to um, Rain, one of the new John Lee's pubs had taken over an old building in the bottom floor. Uh, but I was drinking their Manchester Pale Ale. And bloody hell, that was... That, yeah, but that's good, yeah. That was absolutely yeah. great. So uh, I wasn't expecting great things to be in Manchester, but say inadvertently through two stops, <laughs> we uh, that that. I mean, on a yeah. Sunday afternoon, apparently your shares. They only serve breakfast, but all the um, sausages and bacon are from yeah. County. Uh, it's all locally sourced. Oh, Loads right. of people have gone for breakfast and apparently Guinness. And apparently, I bet I bet it's fantastic in there on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah sounds good. I think uh, Manchester only something more. Maybe we've talked about that as another potential trip for us. If I can persuade us all to go to the Boot Dog Hotel, and I'll use my. Uh, <laughs> My brew dog share to get a discount. Uh, but that, that sounds good. So, yeah, again, interesting choice. And then, Nick, you, again, I think you've had this fairly local recently, I mean, Nick, so your choice was uh, yeah, well, uh, Yorkshire beer, Rudgate? I thought you only asked for one, like, so... Uh, we did, but point, I, we all cheated. Yeah, <laughs> my, my point about this one was, is I never used to really like Rudgate beers. Obviously, their famous one was the mild, which we talked about a bit earlier on, because it's deceptive for a mild, because it's quite strong. Uh, but this is the last time I was in Nashville, Bruce, went in the Weatherspoons there, and oh, yeah. they had three Rudgates on. They had the Battleax, the Orvik, yeah. and what are the other ones on? And once again, with my Weatherspoons vouchers, it was £1.49 a pint for me, and they were all on top form. Yeah, Rudgate Brewery isn't too far from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in thinking of, you know, value for money for a decent beer, that was my choice. I'd also got anything from one of my other favourite breweries now, which is Great Newsome. So Frothingham's Best is still one of my favourite sort of session beers. Um, but yeah, that's uh, £1.49 for a yeah. pint of uh, decent ailing weather spoons. Uh, that's why I won't not weather spoons. Good stuff. So interesting choices there. Right, Tripper 21 then. So again, I've got a few more picks on here. Oh, this is, no, this is me. So my, I think our best beer trip, and it's slightly cheating because it was, no, I think this was the first day, wasn't it? Um, the first day we met up in York, um, again, as I said, this was quite early on in the unlocking phase. Um, you we, you could drink inside now, but you had to pre-book and do all the track and trace stuff. So um, I think, Nick, me and you, we, we I, I met you in York. We went off to the hop and had a couple of pints in the hop window. Uh, we then went off to Brew York. We, again, I think you had to stay outside of Brew York, didn't you, in those days? 
um, and we sat in the beer garden there. We then went across and met Bruce in the Shambles Tavern and had uh, some beers, nice beer. I think you had a Rudgate beer that day, didn't you? In the, uh, uh, two in pints the, of Rudgate. Yeah, wow, that's what, yeah. That's what, what sent me to do, do Lally. <laughs> and then we went, we went across to the um, the new Thornbridge pub on the market there. Um, and we, we we were not allowed to sit upstairs. We got put in a booth. And so that's when Nicholas started to run to rave a little bit. And then we ended up, I'll say, in, back in, uh, I think we were using the Snickerware with Bruce to buy a beers in York on that trip. Yeah. Um, and as you can see from the pictures on those, on uh, it was it was a cool day, but it was a lovely blue sky, um, you know, kind of one of those fresh yeah. early early summer days, wasn't it? And it was just good to get together again. That was the first time we kind of met up for quite a while. And then that, that's the death that we went to Nesborough uh, and went off to Harrogate, Nesborough and, and Roosters Brewery. So for me, that was our best trip, really, because it was just getting back together again and drinking our first beers together. Um, and again, it was still a bit surreal in that you were, Kind of corral did it, table service, etc. But it was uh, it was good. Uh, Bruce, your trip of twenty one was one of your more recent ones that you and Nick went on. So you picked one I wasn't there. Nice. Yeah, well, we went to Wakefield. Uh, neither of us had uh, surprised to being there because in our mid fifties, you think we'd done it, wouldn't you? And people <laughs> uh, kept telling me what a great trip it was. And oh man, we went despite it. Oh, we Nick. Uh, Wakefield Town. I, 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 I haven't submitted anything to Mike for this one. I forgot it off the list, but I was going to agree with you, Bruce. Yeah. So you, you 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 say your bit and I'll follow up, mate. Yeah, well, I, I, that's next day. <laughs> you both without without connecting with talking to you, you both choose the same trip, which again, yeah. I, and I wasn't there. So that was, yeah. maybe that I'm going to take a take a need of that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's just some fantastic pubs. It's quite a compact place to get around, isn't it? I mean, uh, to be fair, Wakefield does need a bit of investment, doesn't it, Nick? And uh, mm. this trying to turn into an artsy town seems to seem to go into well, does it? Uh, but I have to say, uh, there's some stunning pubs. Uh, Fernandes Brewery Tap. Uh, anyone interested in beer, they've um, got someone there going around. Uh, buying old pub signs, getting them restored, weren't they, Nick? Uh, and pub, uh, the old lanterns had the brewery uh, brewery signs on, they used to get above front doors. There's a fantastic collection of those. So atmospheric, I'd love to have been there at night. Um, the uh, Henry Boone's, that uh, famous uh, pub up there. Um, again, bare floor boards, loads of great beers on. Very great, very good pricing, wasn't it, Nick? Yeah. I, ironically, with the Fernandes, Bruce, if you remember, we didn't actually have their beers. Yeah, no, such a range on their own mm. tap that their own beers were like stuck to one end and you didn't really notice them. You sort of walked past them. So I had a, I think I had an aniseed stout in there, didn't I, Bruce? Yeah, you did. Everton have just scored against Newcastle. <laughs> Go on the Blues. <laughs> but no, that's that's what I thought about that day, Bruce, is, is the diverse um, range of buildings that we went in. I mean, we went in two that you would call very, very traditional pubs. Yeah, so yeah. There, was the, there was the Black Rock, which is probably the last traditional pub yeah, on the end of that 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 infamous run Wakefield is that there's a street is it West Street that's infamous that's a bit like Micklegate in York so that's the last traditional pub on there so we went in that one obviously uh, Henry Boone's uh, is a very traditional pub as well it used to be the, the the tap for the Clark's Brewery there was the new place um, that we went in first trying to remember the name of that one where we had that. Decent pint of uh, Oakham Citrus. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was nice pub. Yeah, then we uh, went to um, the little one, that, the fantastic view, of the uh, viaduct. Didn't we? we saw the train. Harry's from. Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went to the Red Shed, which is an institution in Wakefield behind the massive, great new super uh, <laughs> yeah, the shopping yeah. precinct. Right, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's an old World War One army hut that is now the Labour Party's clubhouse. Uh, and I mean, we went in there, didn't we, Bros? Yeah, but the, but the, the other good thing, Wakefield, is that you know 
every every place where I went is about a 10 minute walk. Yeah. So you're getting a breather, but you're not walking for miles. No, and there's right. just a lovely, lovely circuit from the station, do the circuit and come back yeah. again. That's right. Then on the way back, we stopped at that uh, the uh, the pub in Castleford, uh, where every all the beers serve from the wood, isn't it? From the wood, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So yeah, good trip. Yeah, if you enjoy your beer and pubs, and uh, we never got the hop down, did we? Fantastic yeah. place, Wakefield. Oh, there were still two or three others in, in Wakefield yeah. that we could have yeah. done that were on the list. Yeah. Uh, but I think we stuck to about six or seven, didn't we? We did. Even from decent Which again is about our ideal, ideal number, isn't it? So that's if you want to listen and, back to that, and, that was episode and 26. And butcher shop as well. We did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Uddersfield and point. when we were <laughs> yeah. over there. The Merry England. The Merry England. Mm. Probably so I said that was episode 26. If people do want to listen back to that. Newcastle um, equalised. Mason Holgate scored. Right, so Bruce Magic. might be off to the pub then. So come on, let's crack on. Let's get this done then. Most unknown goal as well. Yeah. Uh, so 2022, quick thoughts about 22, guys. If you're thinking, what any thoughts about things that we'd like to do, pubs you'd I like to visit? I'm, keeping, I'm closely keeping an eye on the local papers for the £10 Northern Rail trip. Uh, Me too, up yeah. North, up in the north of England, uh, twice yeah. you get the chance to travel all day on Northern Rail trains for £10. Uh, and I think uh, the there's now a, a colder a colder ale crawl, which the China pack mm. is alternative to transparent. That sounds good. But also, um, I be I quite like uh, watching those chaps who do the train and plane jeans on YouTube. There was a fellow <laughs> out there called uh, Dylan's Travel Reports. Yeah, put me on there. I kind of watch him, uh, and <laughs> but he's very educational. He um, he's recently gone the Hope Valley line from Sheffield to Manchester over mm. weeks. Now that really looks a good trip yeah. out because you get to do Sheffield. Couple yeah. of stops in the peaks on the way, end up in Manchester. What a cracking out that would be for a tenner. Yeah. I think that's definitely one to look at. Um, but and I think uh, I must admit, I only took scratch a surface of Portsmouth, but that's a fantastic that's beer. Okay. Portsmouth, I'd love to go to Portsmouth, uh, and possibly we should maybe try and get a trip north of the border. I feel. Mm-hmm. Nicholas, any any plans? Sheffield, 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 yeah. Maybe build a site in with the uh, Matlock Buxton. Um, no, um, Bakewell, yeah, uh, Bakewell, yeah, yeah, Bakewell, yeah, no, good. After yeah. the bus that way, but uh, yeah, Sheff- Sheffield, Bakewell. Right. Well, I've written down. I I, I want to go to Bankers Cat in Leeds at some point, gents, because I think getting good reports about the Bankers Cat, which again is another Thornbridge and Peeva 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 song, isn't it? Uh, I've not yet. I've not yet been to the Parcel Yard. I oh, thought no, no, no. somebody. Um, Put some pics on the other day. It looks, it does look fantastic. Um, do you get there this this time, Nick? Or no, not time? If, if, no. In fact, uh, there's a well, website. Was that? The Parcel Yard in uh, Kings Cross. Oh so yeah, it's called the Parcel Yard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. once again, you're paying five, six quid for a pint yeah, yeah. of London Pride. Yeah. Go yeah. go to the Spoons in Saint Pancras. Yeah. Uh, nice, nice. Go to use and tap. Go to use and tap, and you can pay what you want in there. Well, yeah, but the thing is, you're, you're even closer. Yeah, you know, St. Pancras basically took us two minutes to get the platform, and mm. once again, drinking at half the price, got something to eat in there as well. So, and then we've um, mentioned the trip for me is, uh, well, I'll mention again, Melton Mowbray. I think we've got to think about Melton yeah, Mowbray. Yeah. Um, and I've been looking at their pot pie fest again, pie fest this year. Um, provisionally, it's down for August, so we might have to look at that. And obviously, you mentioned they do that in the cattle market where around Connor Brewing's based as well. So, that's one for me. And then I think we've talked about this before, though, but I think the other one is the, the kind of dream pub back, back in Moulton. Um, and I've been looking at, I think, the studio bar, Nick. Have they been doing a bit more renovation the studio bar, which is attached to the uh, the Milton, Milton rooms? I know I, I noticed it reopening, again, I think, last week. 
Um, All right. And Ross Castle right. were doing a, a tap take. Well, not a, no, what do they call it? They call it a tap house burnout. Um, but we right. said it, I... if Bad Seed, Brass Castle and Yorkshire Pudding Beer got together and maybe put their beers in that studio bar, um, that would be, be fantastic, wouldn't it, Morton? Oh, he got mentioned in uh, London Drinker. Managed to pick up two editions of London Drinker, and uh, yeah, Yorkshire Pudding Beer got mentioned in there. So yeah. his name's been spread national. But yeah, yeah, I was speaking to somebody the other day about milk rooms, and they said they thought it had been closed. But I say it's probably just time of year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in the, the think... they're relying they're relying on volunteers though. So they were managed to open it sort of like between five and eight, sort of yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you never know. I might go and yeah. volunteer a couple of hours up there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think it was, I think it was open last going. Saturday. Let's say right. a Bass Castle in a tap house burner and it was refurbing there. That's something yeah. else. And just to throw this random one in, gents, came across this today. Um, and I've been, I've been to Hereford, but uh, mainly playing rugby. But I've never heard about this one. But uh, this is just a, a guy called Drinking Tom on Twitter. Uh, visited the quite frank, ridiculous, cool Victory Inn in Hereford. Have you ever seen a bar that's quite literally an old chip? And again, maybe not on YouTube, but there is a picture that I put on there. And it literally that's is the, the, the Victory kind of in this pub. And the bar kind of in the middle of it with the barmaid kind of peeping out behind, not quite cannons, but there were like quite a few handbooks in there. So oh, that's, uh, and he, he said, and Ludlow Gold, that's, not, and that's another cracking beer, is that Ludlow Gold, it's a lovely pint that is. So, uh, yeah, so if we, have, if we get down to that end of the kind of West Midlands or West West Midlands, um, the Victory Bar in Harrison looks fantastic place to yeah. go to. Um, and I must mention uh, as well, um, one, of, one of the guys that follows Mappy Man, um, he was. Uh, he's been. He does a few blogs about really good worth reading, actually. And he's been to Yeovil, and I think on the way down, I think he was listening to our episode where we talked about the the worst pub in the country and would share some of those horrible things. <clears throat> and he said, and, and he's the blog is worth reading because he's been trying to find some pubs in Yeovil, um, and they, and they were fairly stinkers. So again, just a <laughs> shout out to Mappy Man really as well. So. We are hoping to get together this weekend, as I mentioned. So I think my our plan, Nick, is we might have a quick soirée around Tadcaster, um, which we've mentioned quite a few times on the podcast, which obviously is a big brewing capital. Um, pubs look a bit thin on the ground at the moment. I know Bruce, mm. you mentioned that some of the Sam Smith pubs are still closed because they haven't got managers. Um, but we've got a couple lined up, and then hopefully we'll only meet either meet a Bruce there or meet more likely meet up in York. So we will. I will take the, uh, the stuff and we'll do a few little podcast recordings. Uh, so hopefully next one will be a little bit of a catch up again. Malt travel on the road, and then uh, I think six, we need a fun session. Six 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 pound ninety for uh, Sam Smith bottle beers in, in their London. pubs. Oh. I mean, that, yeah, that's that almost is. a price. That's that's a price of a bottle of wine in uh, in Weatherspoons, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Six ninety for a bottle of beer. No. So that's the plan. And then I think we, it's a fairly open canvas, really, for 2022. I think we've got a few ideas. We've still got a couple of breweries that we've got potentially lined up to have a chat to. Um, I've been chatting to one or two other, other guys who've done podcasts about maybe doing a bit of collaboration. Um, we'll try and plan a couple of trips, as I mentioned there. Sheffield probably will definitely be one. We'll try and get together um, and sort a few of the bits and pieces out. But again, if anybody's got any ideas about podcast themes or you, you know anything you'd like to come and contribute, Give us a shout. Is there any other towns that we should be thinking about planning? Um, again, we're quite happy to do a virtual plan out with guys. Uh, although it's oh, for real is much, much better, really. Yeah, so yeah. that's the plan. So hopefully see you guys at the weekend. So ching, ching, happy drinking. Ah. Let me find a bit of music again and we'll play us out. Um, and then hopefully we'll see you in a week or so's time.